Welcome, 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 Cosmic Toolbox. This is the weekly forecast for the week starting June 27th. And I just want everyone to know, put your earbuds in or make sure you're listening to somewhere a little private. Venus is, has moved into Leo and we are going to talk about it and it will be PG-13, but there will be stuff. And since I am a Scorpio with a lot of intense placements, I tend to um, <clears throat> clear that throat <clears> throat chakra. No, I tend to trigger people by talking about sex in such a way that I'm so comfortable with it, that it triggers up anybody's stuff around that. So I certainly won't be actually talking about the deed of sex, but the energy of it, because it's a thing right now, all summer, sexy, sexy summer. And this is the big kind of kickoff. Remember that when we, um, when we are feeling the transits of the inner planets, we will feel them, you know, a little bit like a lot more actually, (laughs) um, than the outer planets. So when Neptune goes retrograde, it's a lot of nuance. It's a lot of nuance. And the people that will feel in Neptune retrograde the most will be the most intuitive and sensitive people around the people with a lot of water placements, the people with a lot of Pisces placements specifically. Right. And so, um, or a lot of aspects, right. Of Neptune, highly aspected in your birth chart. Um, but it's a nuance sort of thing. Unlike when Mars moves into a new sign or goes retrograde, it's an inner planet. So we feel it, the globe feels it. And you can watch, we watched with the insurrection and in, at the Capitol to the very minute of Mars moving into Taurus things, whew, right? Like lost the fire to the minute we feel it. This is when you see astrology showing up as incredibly real and easy to see the effects of because it is, um, so obvious with an inner planet now, because Venus, um, like is closer than Neptune, obviously. Right. And is um, very close in regards to planetary influences, we're going to feel this and you probably can already feel it. Right. Um, when we are feeling an inner planet move, um, we will feel it probably like we feel our moon movements and illumination three to five days in either direction. When we feel some of the planetary movements that are closer to us, obviously not as close as our moon, but we will feel it absolutely much quicker and a little bit sooner than the actual day that it transits. So this Venus energy getting ready to spice up, we've been feeling. And remember when you're looking right at, at the planetary order of things, it's like the sun and then Mercury and then Venus and then earth and then Mars and then Jupiter and then Saturn and then Uranus and then Neptune. So earth is between Mars and Venus and that gets significant down the road. Um, there are times when Venus gets very close to us. There's times when Mercury is very close to us. Usually we can see Venus in the sky, you know, depending on what season it is, Venus is a big deal to us. Human, human beings have been watching Venus for a long time. And so, um, when we get into talking about an up close personal planet, we have to 
really watch our lives. <laughs> we watch our lives unfold. And so when things um in your sex life start to match up with Venus in uh Leo, you will start to see this grandstanding of Venus, right? Um so what I mean by that is like the whole I will do anything for love <laughs> like thing. Um, it's like suddenly you're showboaty, right? Suddenly you're thinking, oh, I, I'm going to do this, right? <laughs> and I am going to make this stand. I'm going to tell my feelings. I love him. I'm going to do anything for him or I love her. I, I can do this for her. I can change for her. I can, we, we start to get a lot of these really intense sort of emotions and we start to really think about what are we willing to do for somebody else? How do we want to show something else? I was joking with the kids that Venus moving into Leo was obvious because the last five days of the week, this week, my husband has been doing project after project after project that I've been asking for, for a long time. And he's, he's not doing it like a checking off a honeydew list. He's doing it. Like, do you love me? Do you like this? You know? And so <clears throat> be prepared to kind of feel that way in your own life. And it's going to get saucier and saucier as this goes. So love becomes in your life, wherever it is. And this is not just romantic, although it will get real, <clears throat> real romantic mid, mid July. It's not just romantic though. It's every kind of love it's connection. It's interconnectedness. So really take it into that higher level conscious and don't, don't let it settle in your root chakra. Venus is entering Leo and that energy is available for your <clears throat> entire being. Um, <clears throat> and if you are nervous right now, put some Cypress on that third eye and let me talk. I feel like I'm picking up on some things. Okay. So we do not want to let it settle in our root chakra and we do not want to be out there making romance just with our root chakra, which let me tell you, Venus and Mars and Leo are going to be all right with that, but you're a higher evolved being. So you can bring that awareness from that root and you can bring it up and through you and you can let this heal you. We don't just have sex with our genitals. We have sex with our heart chakras, with our soul solar plexus, right? We have, we have sex with our crown chakras. All of those chakras should be aligned, should be activated and should be combining with each other in a season with this much connection, grandstanding generosity. Remember Leo's don't just like to take stage. They like to become generous, open, giving, right? The extravagant Leos are extravagant for those they love. If they don't love you, you will be a cold, starving, homeless, you know, person in the dark, like lame is total suffering. If a Leo does not love you, but when a Leo loves you, it's like the whole sun shines on you, right? The sun rules Leo. And so for that reason, when Venus gets into Leo, it becomes more adoring, um, pride, passion, very strong, egotistical investment also. So you could end up egotistically giving love if you're not careful. Um, and you could also be, um, soothing your ego with <clears throat> concepts of sex. And so you want to be in check. You want to be clearing old sexual trauma 
especially if you ever used sex for power dynamics. If that's ever been a thing in your life, Venus and Leo will bring it to the top so that you can reevaluate that because Venus and Leo wants to be unencumbered. And remember Leo's don't heal you because they want you to heal. Leo's want to heal you. So you stop harshing their vibe. So when you are getting this assistance from Leo, it's more along the lines of please figure this out because you're a buzzkill and less like I'm here to serve you. So let's remember the energy of the healing. It's over. This is when you're going to have things come up that really truly are done and you're hanging on to them. Okay. So if you have lots of sex hangups coming up while Venus is in Leo, it's basically like Venus turning to you and saying, baby, you the problem. Okay. And so you have to fix that. You're going to use Jasmine and Ylang-Ylang and patchouli and Magnolia. You're going to get your energy sessions. If you need them, you're going to meditate, you're going to journal, but you're not going to take it out on your partner because this will be wounding for them. And let me explain why Venus and Leo and Mars and Leo will conjunct right mid July. This is a time for extreme connection. People are more open-hearted than they've probably ever been. That passion, desire, magnetism, strategy is going to be in Leo, abundance, extravagant, Venus, love, connection, interconnectedness, balancing of the yin and yang, harmony, right, is going to be in Leo, extravagant. And if one person shows up and is like, you hurt me with your love, right, it wounds, it will wound easily. So you want to be paying attention to what comes up for you, what comes up for you deal with it. Okay. So that's my big warning for all of July. (laughs) And it's because it's a whole summer. It's a whole summer vibe. Venus is in Leo from June today, June 27th until July 21st. Magnificent love. Um, Mars is going to be in Leo and they will conjunct uh, July 13th, 14th, right around the new moon. Remember this new moon, cancer, cancer, uh, major, major, moon rules, cancer, major new intention setting. It's a big deal. July is a big deal. We're going to pay attention to that big deal. We're going to be aware of that big deal. And this week kind of starts it. Uh, we're only three days till the end of the month. So this is sort of like a pre a July pre-monthly preview, because this is, this is the main energy that's going to kind of set the tone for July. Um, and remember the moon is like intuition, love, nurturing, caring, maternal energy, um, soothing. Right. And so, and, and initiatory. (laughs) So like the start of something big. And so, yeah. So, okay. And then Mars and, and Venus and Leo, I just feel like, you know, I've explained this before that when I'm intuitively reading a charter, I'm intuitively picking up on a date astrologically, I invite all of the planets players to pick an avatar and interact with each other and explain it to me. And all I keep seeing is like, is Venus and Mars and them doing all of these really hot, sexy dances, ballroom dances, you know, um, and, and, and lots of nakedness. And they just want to be totally unencumbered. They keep just like anything that falls on them. That's not of them is just like, not for them. It feels hot and steamy and, um, intimate, 
right? And so lots of lots of vulnerability also. And like they've got each other safe in their arms and they're not going to let anybody fall and just this firework of emotion. And so you want to be getting ready to prepare yourself, right? Prepare yourself. And you might want to think back. Um 2019, there was a Venus and Mars conjunction. We in the toolbox celebrated it, right? Um, there, <laughs> I think I even did like a big diffuser blend and stuff. Um, Virgo was really great um, at helping this Venus Mars conjunction sort of figure out how they might approach love and sex from a logistic, reasonable place. This will feel so different, right? It will feel so different. It's going to be a lot of, um, a lot of ego, but in a good way, right. And a lot of like carnal type energy. So just, just beware if all of a sudden you're like feeling yourself. That's why all of a sudden you're feeling your partner. Totally. Why, um, totally something that you should take up and dive into. And if you're triggered by it, pay attention. I would also expect right? Um, we have big stuff. The next Saturn square Uranus in December on Christmas Eve, um, will bring a lot of things to a head that have been getting primed all of 2021. Venus will retrograde, um, just before the winter solstice in December. And so things that come up for you, um, (laughs) over the next, you know, six months, five months, we'll come back again with some of that Saturn energy, Saturn Uranus energy. I really want everyone to try to dig out their old ways that are holding them back. Right. So if you've got old modesty hangups, if you've got old sex is bad and evil hangups, if you've got sex is dirty hangups, if you've got any of that sexual trauma, it will come back up again for you in eclipse season in the fall winter. And it'll come back up with those Venus retrograde and the Saturn square Uranus. It's best to deal with it while this aspect is so incredible, right? It will feel better to handle it now than it will in December. And it's kind of like one of those course of miracle statements. The course is required. Only the time you take is optional. So you will deal with these issues. Um, do you want to deal with them while the getting's good? and you can enjoy it? <laughs> or do you want to deal with it in the cold darkness of winter when it might feel a lot, a lot harder? So kind of just get into that in your journal, see where you're at. One of the journal prompts for Venus and Leo that you want to, um, work through in your journals. I feel sexy when I feel the sexiest, when the thing that turns me on the most is right. You want to get there. You don't want to talk about love and connection and understanding and deep commitment, right? This is not a, the Venus conjunct Mars and Pisces. All right. We don't need to, we're, and you're, and it won't be supported. It won't be that, that highbrow stuff. This in this in Virgo, this in Pisces, right? We're not, we're not even in, we're not even in Scorpio where you might have some like, Oh, I feel like really bad and naughty or stuff. Like that's not it. That's not it right now. When do you feel sex? A when do you get turned on? What is the sexiest thing for you to observe and, and do what do you love doing the most? Right. And I mean that 
in in the bed on the floor with your partner alone, you single people join in. What's your favorite thing? What and we are talking sex. We are not talking love. And so please remember that. <laughs> Leo, ego, sex drive, Mars, Venus. Get it? We're getting it. This is not the time to talk about with yourself alone in your journal. You can talk about whatever you want, but really what you need to let rise to the surface is the carnal stuff. And you need to not try to, um, over intellectualize this, right? Because that will be the downfall and why you will just repress it. That's spiritual bypassing, right? It feels good to have sex because it feels good to have sex because you have thousands and thousands and thousands of nerve endings that have been designed to make it feel good when you have sex. If you start talking about the time that your first crush broke your heart and it turned you off and you never went, that's, that's bypassing. Why, what makes you feel the best when you are having sex? That's what Venus in Leo wants to know. And so that's what you need to remember to bring it back to your nerve endings, the physical right? And, and that's where you'll engage that root chakra. And then, like I said, you can't just do it from the root chakra. The solar plexus will be involved. Where do you shut off? Where do you turn on? We're talking physical stuff here. Your heart chakra, where do you turn on? Where do you turn off physically? Where is the enjoyment? Where is the abundance? Where is the ego? And where are you turning off crown chakra? Where are you turning off your root chakra, right? You're, you're asking the crown, the heart, the solar plexus, where are they taking over for your root chakra? Why find the trauma don't bypass. Okay. The way the body is designed, you do not need to be in love to have an orgasm. It's not how it's designed. So your heart shouldn't stop you from having an orgasm Venus and Leo energy clearing energy work. I swear it's real. I'm not just coaching on sex today. Okay. So now that we've gotten all the triggers out of the way, you're week ahead. <laughs> what to expect other than everyone's walking around with the root chakras activated on Monday, June 28th, uh, the moon enters Pisces and we get Venus quincux Jupiter. And listen, <laughs> That's going to create even more tension, right? Expansion, expansion, expansion. When you stretch a rubber band, what do you find out the fastest where the weak points are? So you, there's expansion there. Venus and Leo is expanding. You're going to find out where the, where the tension is. Wednesday, the moon moves into Aries. So the beginning of the week, we're in that deep wisdom, sensitivity, intuition. It's a good time to work with the Venus and Leo. Moon entering Aries on Wednesday, your inner world will be more activated by this Venus and Leo. This is to take action in the sexual world. This is to take action in the, what makes me feel good in my physical body? What makes me feel good when I walk in the world? What makes me feel the sexiest as a sexual being when I show up at the beach or whatever it might be Thursday. Mars is opposite Saturn. And now technically this aspect we have it all week, but this is when it really kind of spices up. There could be some anger, frustration, disappointment, definitely geared towards the taskmaster, Saturn retrograding, um, you know, and kind of going back over all the ish that's come up since February. And so there could be some flares of things that have already, you, you thought maybe they were settled, right? And I would expect 
um, that you will at least understand that there's some frustration, disappointment, and anger, but you really want to do the meditating, do the journaling. This is not a time to act. It's not a time. Remember that we will be stronger when we align with the more rebellious Uranus than we will when we align with the old ways and the broken foundation, right? It's like, imagine the, the building, the concrete jungle building you're in is crumbling and a helicopter comes by and is like, do you want to fly? And you're like, no, I like the ground. <laughs> like we, this is the energy that's about us this whole year. We're, we're having to understand when something is, is dissolving at our feet and that it's time to try something new. Right. Um, Thursday, July 1st is also in addition to Mars opposite Saturn peaking, it is also our third quarter moon in Aries. Um, and so it's kind of like one of those things, um, (laughs) that I don't like to, I don't like to get all, oh, this is going to be intense and all of this kind of stuff. It's not something that is guaranteed. However, it is one of those things where there are some really harsh aspects in the soup we're swimming in, um, the moon and the sun, uh, cause the sun will be in cancer and the moon will be in Aries and there will be some disagreements on what, what best way is to move forward. But at the same time that Mars opposite Saturn is, and, and the, the, and the squares that are also taking place in those aspects, right? Because it's never just one thing. It's this whole story being told over and over and over again. Um, and with the sun squaring off with Neptune, it's just going to be a time where, you know, Uranus is squaring off with both Mars and Saturn and Saturn and Mars are opposite of each other. And so that happening along with this third quarter moon, which is conjunct the fi- a fixed star, which has a lot of, um, negative associations, right. Algonib at nine degrees Aries. Um, and so there is just this ability where we will be able to speak life into things, or we will be able to speak actual ill into, into things. You want to watch your, watch your voice, watch your thoughts, watch your actions come Thursday. Everything we do is powerful. And so you'll want to watch yourself on Thursday and Friday. Um, that energy will be very intense. It almost feels like, you know, when, there's a grease fire. I'm trying to figure out what vision they're showing me when there's a grease fire and you run in the room or when there's a kitchen fire, let's call it a kitchen fire. You run into the room and there's a fire. And before you're like water or flour, you have to go, wait, what kind of fire is this? Right. Is this electrical? Is this grease? Is this, is this paper? What, what started the fire? but you have to do that in like five seconds. Otherwise the whole kitchen's going to go up in flames and whatever you do is super important because if it's an electrical fire and you pour water on it, you're going to explode. If it's grease fire and you put water on, it's going to explode. If it's a grease fire and you put flour on it, it's going to go out. If it's an electrical fire and you smother it, it's going to go out. Um, 
and so it's, it's, it's that kind of energy where you're going to have to get really good at discernment and you're going to have to get really good at watching your actions and what do you do and, and, and quickly discerning. And if you don't know what to do, just do nothing (laughs) Thursday and Friday. If you don't know the next best thing to do, stop, drop, phone a friend, do nothing because acting out of, um, instinct could be off for everybody, right? Neptune retrograde. Just remember all, all the retrogrades stop dropping. Maybe the lesson is to ask for help. Okay. So remember that at the end of this week, come Saturday, the moon moves into Taurus. We'll have a little bit more steady energy as we move into the weekend, which is good because the sun is quincunx Saturn. We have, um, some restriction issues coming up all that sun on a Saturn retrograde old issues that you might've thought you covered coming up again, stay flexible this weekend. You want to have loosey goosey plans. I know it's 4th of July weekend, but like, (laughs) I wasn't going to say this, but like maybe do things like, Hey, barbecue on Saturday. Don't put a time, right? See, like keep it loosey goosey. Things are going to be a little weird. Cause also as we progress into Saturday night, Mars squares off with Uranus pretty strong. And there'll be a lot of people wanting to rebel. And I think that this 4th of July weekend, um, you couldn't pay me to go in public. So regardless of pandemic, regardless of anything, like, nah, we will not be in public. This is a recipe for, I just, something I don't want FYI, because the weekend, the 4th of July weekend kicks off, right? You pick lots of people start on Thursday. That's that third quarter moon. That ain't okay. Right. Mars opposite Saturn tensions are going to be high. We also have this Venus and Leo. So like sexual drive is going to be high alcohol, all this. Nah. mm -mm. And like people can come here to the farm because, you know, we can control the energy a little bit better here. And we have the Faye at our back, but no, I wouldn't go in public. And so that's just Jen's free advice. (laughs) That'll be a nickel. Uh, and so I, I'm going to say it. Okay, fine. I was trying not to the Mars square Uranus. I think honestly that it could be like the kind of, and we've all been to them. We've all been to them, whether it's a concert or maybe we all didn't grow up in Detroit. I've been to a lot of them, a concert, a barbecue, a picnic, a party. Everyone's having a good time. Everyone's laughing and joking. Everyone's having a few drinks. All of a sudden fight, crazy trauma, terror, (laughs) just out of nowhere that feels probable. So that's my weekly forecast with a little bit of jump skip to next weekend. Be careful while you're making, cause you're making plans this week, probably make them wisely surround yourself with people that are not hot to trot. Maybe as far as the violence rebellion goes, I wouldn't be hanging out with anybody that went to the insurrection at the Capitol for sure. I wouldn't be going to any hanging out with anybody that's explosive by nature, you know, other than myself. And so that's my advice. 
And I hope everybody has a beautiful week. It's possible. We have good energy in the air. Um, I think that it's important to remember that Neptune retrograde had us feeling a little, maybe a little wonky. I'm a water element. So I was like, Ooh, okay. Slowness. Like things were, I definitely had to slow down and, and rest a lot. Um, but as the week progresses, you will feel more energy flowing. Um, Monday is the halfway point of 2021. So we are halfway through the year and we kind of have that awareness because we just celebrated the summer solstice, but calendar wise halfway point. So we're kind of like, okay, what have we done? What are we doing? Tuesday is the first 22 master day of 2021. Right. And so it's a good time to remember that the universe is expansive and elaborate and we are sorcerers within it. Um, when we have that energy, we have to figure ourselves out, but we have the sorcerer energy within us and we're going to feel it this week. Um, and then we end a month on Wednesday and start a new month on Thursday. And so as we are moving and grooving, um, July will kick off on an, on a, on a different kind of tip than June, June, we kicked off way chaotic. July will have definite vibes that we'll need to pay attention to, but it will flow in a way that isn't just like chaos magic. So we're looking forward to it. Everybody have a beautiful week. I'll talk soon.